Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 177 of French Your Way podcast, episode 177. In the last few weeks, in the last few episodes, we've done a lot of grammar and there was also a series dedicated to French pronunciation to celebrate the launch of my course, How to Sound Like a Native French Speaker. So it's been a while since we haven't talked about uh, vocab vocabulary and especially homonyme, les homonymes, so uh, words that sound alike, may have or may not have the same spelling, but have different meanings. I've done uh, three episodes in the past about them. I've put the links in the in the show notes. And today I would like, just for the sake of improving one's vocabulary, and I'm going to also make a, a, a few points about spelling and grammar, of course, um, talk about the different words that are pronounced R, R, yeah, just like the letter R in French, R. So if I say R, what do you think about? What words do you know that are called R? Well, the first one, the, more, the most obvious one maybe, would be uh, the masculine noun, uh, l'air, uh, which means the air, the atmosphere. For example, uh, respire l'air pur de la montagne. So breathe the, uh, the pure, the fresh air of uh, the mountain. Respire l'air pur de la montagne. The masculine noun air also means the, the tune, the tune of a song. So, for example, je ne me rappelle plus l'air de cette chanson. L'air de cette chanson is the tune of that song. Je ne me rappelle plus l'air de cette chanson. I can't remember the tune of that to that song anymore. This example is not for me, by the way. I don't reinvent the wheel every single time. Sometimes like my examples may be mine, but this one is directly taken from the online dictionary uh, word reference. I've mentioned it uh, a few times. It's the one that I use every time when I prepare my resources or uh, when I have a question with uh, English uh, translation. I think it's a very good one and it's free. The uh, third meaning for the masculine noun air is the air as in the, the appearance. So for example, son air arrogant m'irrite. Literally, his arrogant air uh, is irritating me. So I find his arrogant air irritating. Son air arrogant m'irrite. Or, since we're talking about like air appearance, uh, un air de famille, un air de famille is a family resemblance, a family likeness. So by the way, so far, all the words air were spelled just as in English, A-I-R, or in French, A-I-R. The air, the appearance would also be in the uh, very um, common and very useful expression uh, to look something. For example, um, you look happy, tu as l'air heureux. If you say, uh, il or elle a l'air fatigué, means he or she looks tired. So what is this expression? Literally, he or she has the air, so the appearance, and then the adjective. So, il a l'air Heureux, 
he has the appearance of happy. <laughs> Il a l'air fatigué. Um, he has the appearance of tired. Avoir l'air triste is to have the appearance of sadness or to look sad. Tu as l'air triste, you look sad, for example. And there's a reason, by the way, when I, why I put uh, my example, uh, il a l'air fatigué or elle a l'air fatigué, he or she looks tired, is, if you, so if you look more at the, the spelling, fatigué, tired, is the adjective that describes not the person, we're not saying that the, the person is tired, but has the appearance of being tired, looks tired, maybe, but maybe not. So the adjective fatigué agrees with uh, the noun that it's next to and that it refers to, it's the air. The air is tired. The air being masculine. So he looks tired, it's il a l'air Fatigué, fatigué is written because is describing uh, the noun air in the masculine singular form. So just uh, with an e, uh, with an accent aigu on top. And if you say she looks tired, and that's a common mistake from uh, native speakers themselves when they write, she looks tired, they will tend to write Elle est fatiguée, with an extra E for the feminine at the end of fatiguée, thinking, oh, but it's the, the, the girl who is tired. No, no, it's the air that is tired. So um, whether you're talking about a, a male or a female, the adjective fatiguée still refers to l'air. And therefore, elle a l'air fatiguée is still in the masculine singular form. Fatiguée, uh, E with an accent aigu. So this expression to look something is used uh, with the verb avoir in French, avoir l'air something. Give you a last example and add something to it uh, in a moment. If you want to say, cette vieille dame a l'air triste, cette vieille, cette vieille dame a l'air triste, what does that mean? It means uh, this old lady looks sad. That's what we've just done. Right. Now, if I say, c'est une vieille da, c'est une vieille femme, a l'air triste, and there's an uh, accent on top of the a, accent grave. C'est une vieille dame, a l'air triste. You may uh, want to have a look at the show notes to see the, the difference in spelling, because it's, not, uh, it's just the same uh, sound when you listen. A with an accent, is not the verb avoir. Therefore, it's not the, expre the expression or the structure avoir l'air triste, to look sad. A with an accent on it is um, preposition. So literally, the translation, c'est une vieille dame, it is an uh, old lady, a l'air triste, so kind of with a sad Air, a sad appearance. Uh, so in other words, it's a sad-looking woman. It's a sad-looking lady, which is pretty different from this old lady looks sad. Maybe not in the meaning, but in the way your sentence is structured it is. So again, refer to the show notes uh, if you found it confusing just orally. Another uh, expression with a 
l'air um, that uses the preposition a, so therefore the a uh, with the accent, and then l'air as l apostrophe a i r. A l'air is if it's uh, in the air, it's like in the open. It's not covered, so it means a bear. Um, for example, um, il est interdit d'aller en classe. Le nombril a l'air. So it's forbidden to go to school um, with the belly button uh, in the open. So with the belly button showing or with a bare tummy. Il est interdit d'aller en classe, le nombril a l'air. In France, we don't wear uh, school uniforms. Uh, so it can be a very important point to make. A l'air libre, so still with the, the same expression uh, using the preposition a, a l'air libre is in the open air, air outdoors. Uh, les enfants aiment jouer à l'air libre, so the, the children like to play uh, outdoors in the open. So all these air here uh, were masculine singular uh, nouns and spelled A-I-R. There's also une air, uh, so a-I-R-E, so in French, A-I-R-E, it's a feminine noun. And that means um, the uh, area or the zone. So, for example, une, une aire de jeu, so it's literally a, a play area or a, a playground, une aire de jeu. If you uh, travel uh, for France and you take l'autoroute on the way to your uh, destination, uh, holiday destination, you will find many aires de repos. So what is a repos? Uh, se reposer is to rest. Une aire de repos is uh, an area, a zone to rest, a rest area. Now, in geometry, uh, an area we call also une aire. So, for example, uh, calculate the, the surface area of a triangle is calculé l'air d'un triangle. All these nouns being uh, feminine. And there's another one, une aire uh, is a nest, a bird's nest, but the, um, the nest of birds of prey. So, for example, uh, eagles. Why is their nest called une aire? Uh, that's because they, they usually make their nest on a like flat open uh, surface, not in a, in a tree. From that last definition, I actually learned uh, one word myself when I was preparing the episode, is the, the verb errer, which I didn't know. So it's spelled A-I-R-E. It's the it's the verb coming from une air, which is the uh, the nest of the bird of prey, and it means to nest for a bird of prey. Therefore, air uh, can also be a form of that verb when it is conjugated. Now you're one of the few people who know that noun and that verb. So try to uh, <laughs> fit that in in your next like cocktail party to impress. I did know uh, a, word, a verb that is pronounced ERE, but much, much different. So it's E-R-R-E-R, -R -R, and that one is, is common. ERE is uh, to, to wander aimlessly, so to roam. Uh, ERE dans les rues is to, to wander through the, the streets, for example. Not to be uh, confused with ERE, uh, which is to, to air, to ventilate. Uh, think about aération. 
And that verb is spelled A, E with accent aigu, R, E, R. And the reason why I put it in this episode is because many English uh, speakers, uh, many English learners will actually pronounce it ERE, uh, just like they would for um, the, the French word uh, airport, they will say aeroport, when it's aeroport. I talked about it in a podcast episode number 169, when uh, the uh, letter E has an accent over it, it doesn't blend to form another sound with any other letter surrounding it. It has to be pronounced individually, therefore not ERE, but A-E-R-E, three syllables in French, to air, to ventilate. Voilà, so, often, uh, the, the, the noun or the, the word air is not too different from the English because it often means air or area. Uh, but there are a few points that I wanted to make, um, sort of structures with, uh, with the accent on the A, so the preposition versus the, the, the verb avoir, um, the different types of words, so verbs and nouns, and also the proper reading, pr proper pronunciation for aere. And uh, now you even added words to your ornithology vocabulary. <laughs> so if you haven't done uh, so yet, uh, um, subscribe to my newsletter. That's uh, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe, I think, the link. Or if it doesn't work, try frenchaway.com.au slash newsletter because I have a bit of a doubt. Um, and while you do that, and if you're already a subscriber, do check your uh, spam or junk folder because many emails now um, get straight into that folder without reaching the inbox. So you may be missing my newsletter and updates. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away podcast.